Hey guys, welcome to the Katie May Show. I am Katie May. I hope you are ready to keep it real and talk all things marriage because that is what I do. Thank you so much for joining me on the journey in the pursuit of having an awesome marriage and accepting nothing less for this one and only life we get to have here together. Let's do this. All right, ladies. I'm going to try to keep my comment section on here. So if you are tuning in live, feel free to say hi and ask questions as we go. I do have a topic in mind today, and it's about guilt. I'm sure none of you are familiar with guilt. No? Oh, dang, I always forget my intro. Hi, if you're new. If this is the first time tuning in, if you're catching it on the podcast, I'm Katie May. I'm the founder of this awesome group, Marriage Empowered, and this awesome podcast, The Katie May Show. I am uh, the CEO and founder of Katie May Coaching, and I am a marriage and relationship coach where I help high-achieving women create the relationships they deeply desire. So now that that business is out of the way, let's talk about guilt, baby. Let's talk about you and me. No, we're not doing the sex talk today, even though that song obviously means sex, but we're talking about guilt and it's epic because I don't know if you guys saw the thread. If you haven't seen it and you're in my group, you got to go back and see this thread because it is epic. I had a lovely group member post about how she felt herself kind of losing it right now. I mean, just snapping, being short, being short, tempered, tired. Um, And she realized how much guilt she had in the process over it. She realized that her self-care was tanking massively and, um, and it was driven by guilt. She felt guilty for not tending to her family the way she wanted to, not tending to her business the way she wanted to. And all of a sudden her self-care went down the tank and now she's exhausted and she's burning out. She's running off fumes. And as I put it in the post, running off caffeine and fumes and expecting to emotionally regulate. So um, I was also in a business meeting, my amazing group of uh, women. And I was, we were talking about this and this very topic came up again about guilt and how it is shaping how we show up in our life and how it is affecting and impacting our marriage. And ladies, this guilt thing runs real deep. Like, why do y'all think we talk about it all the time? Hashtag mom guilt. (laughs) Like it's everywhere, right? This is not a new thing, but nobody really talks about how to get over the guilt. Like it's not something that we have to be plagued by the rest of our lives. Yes. How are we set free from the guilt that we have battled or that has been our norm most of, if not our entire life? And not a lot of people talk about this. So I wanna break it down and I wanna give you guys some like real legit strategy on how to combat the guilt but also to bring like massive awareness of how it's showing up in your life and how you're treating those around you as a result of it. So to start with anything comes 
we, we need to, we need to become aware of, of where it is and how it's showing up in our life. Okay. Tis this season, the holiday season, Christmas is upon us. And, um, earlier I did a, a brief live on this very thing, but it is an awesome opportunity for women to put all kinds of ridiculous pressure on ourselves to create the amazing holiday experience for our family. And somehow a lot of us get either completely left out of even enjoying that experience or even thought of or considered in the holiday experience. And we also find ourselves feeling guilty in the ways that we have fallen short as a result. So this is such a perfect time. So I want to tell you a story about me early on. This was before my husband and I's separation. And this was when I was a stay-at-home mom. And I, hi, Eva, thanks for joining and saying hi. (laughs) Um, My, I used to not allow myself to be happy. Now, ladies, this was not a conscious thing. This was not something I was aware I was doing, okay? This was completely subconscious. But my husband would come home and I would feel the need to tell him how hard my day was. I needed to explain to him in excruciating detail about how difficult my life was. Now, the reason I'm telling you this is because being a stay-at-home mom is so hard for any of you guys doing it. God bless you. It's not my gift. And I learned that. Uh, But a huge part of it was because of my mindset and how much guilt I carried around on my shoulders. So I was under the, now that I know hindsight 2020, I was under the idea that if I was stay at home mom and my husband had to go off to work, that somehow my contribution to the family was not valuable and was not worthy unless it was super hard, unless it was challenging. If I just went to the zoo with my son and had an awesome time and came home and I was so joyous and my husband walked through the door and I was like, oh, you weren't went to work and you had a hard day. My day was awesome. I got to go to the zoo with our son and we got to play. It was so fun. Let's have dinner. Like I truly felt like that would be not okay. It wouldn't be fair to him. I was harboring all kinds of guilt for even allowing myself to experience joy. And through the work that I've done, therapy and coaching, I realized that I was sabotaging the very thing that I wanted in my life was a family, was to be present for my family, was to be there for my kids while they grew up and not raised in daycares. And at the moment, yes, I, my daughter goes to, is in care right now. So, and so is my son. So I'm not against that. So I need to caveat that. <laughs> but the point is I was sabotaging something very important to me. And I was filling the resentment bucket towards my husband because I actually wasn't allowing myself to experience happiness. So some of you guys might be able to, to relate to that on some end, on some degree. 
But let's fast forward because I want you guys to see how this can play out on even a long-term basis. This, this guilt that we have, this martyr type stamp across our foreheads as women that we so often carry around this neurological conditioning from whether it's childhood and a mix of childhood into societal conditioning of how we bring value, how we are valued in our lives, in our worlds, it runs so freaking deep, right? Like it, it really runs deep. Now, how this can perpetuate itself, I'm going to fast forward to now, okay, I've done some work. I've got some self-awareness. I've started a business. I'm able to hang out with my kids when I want. They're not in full-time care. I get to just chill and that's awesome. And I remember sitting out in my pool and with my son and he was playing a game and I thought to myself like, oh my gosh, this is so boring. Hi, Jamie. <laughs> um, I thought this was so boring. And I immediately was like, oh my God, you're the worst mother ever. Like you're here with your son. You're so ungrateful. How could you possibly sit there and tell yourself that this is boring? This is what you want. You have your own kids, like hardcore started shaming and judging myself. Right. And then I thought to myself for a second and I was like, but I'm not like stressed about something. I should be stressed about something. I should be worried about something. Something needs to get done somewhere and I'm not stressed about it. And I had this whole like nervous, like, ah! like freak out, right? Because I was literally in a place where I was stressed about not feeling stress. This is the impact from long-term conditioning and the rewiring and the reframing that it takes for your brains to literally change into something else. Okay. It does not happen overnight. These were years apart. These events, this time years apart. Okay. Now, when I realized this, I saw the depth of how I actually, in my own personal life, the way I viewed it was Things had to be hard in order for me to feel successful. This was the limiting belief that I had so deeply ingrained within my system. I used to tell myself, I work hard. I work best under pressure. But in all reality, I overthought things so badly that if I was put under pressure, it would shut off that part of my brain to where I just could do the work. And then I would finish it under immense duress and pressure. That doesn't mean that I worked well under pressure. It just means that's what I conditioned myself to do because I wasn't actually fully aware of my actual capabilities. And I wasn't coached or taught on how to operate under any other way. In fact, I, was, I experienced a lot of shame and judgment from teachers my parents and other people for my procrastination. And so I internalized it even on a deeper level. So here's what, I, here's what I want you guys to see that this is what we all, we all have to walk through and overcome. And what does this have to do with our relationships, with our marriage, right? So um, I wanna use this example of uh, on the call today because it was epic. And a friend of mine who was, who has been experiencing 
a division in chores. She's running her business. Her husband has his own thing, but they're trying to figure out how, okay, how do I get to do homeschooling and taking care of the kids all, as well as running a business and your job too? What does that look like for us? And in short, she had this massive breakthrough and said, oh my gosh, all this time I have been, I've been blaming him at, for how he's not helping in the way that I want him to help. When in all reality, I just felt a tremendous amount of guilt by trying to split my focus between my business and my kids, because I really want to be with my kids. But when I'm with my kids, I can't be present. So I feel guilty and I feel like a bad mom, but then I feel guilty that I'm not running my business. Like I, I, I feel like I should be because I'm with my kids and then vice versa. And I, I'm sharing this story because ladies, we've all felt like this. Like it's so hard to be present. We are inundated with information constantly, distraction after distraction, just pummeled at us. We have never been in a society like this ever with this amount of distraction. And it's all at our fingertips. Okay. We are literally living in a world where the information and intake is just flooding us all of the time. So it's completely normal, not healthy, but it's normal that we would struggle to be present for the most important things in our life. Things we even want to be there for, like hanging with our husband, hanging with our children. This all wraps up. If we look at this nasty little strain that this guilt is having, okay? I'm gonna see if my brain can stay on task for this because this is where I wanna really bring it home. <laughs> I, want, I want you guys to think, think about what you think about guilt is doing for you. Because guys, we never do anything that we don't on some level think is actually helping us. Okay. So I don't want the flippant conscious response of guilt doesn't help you. Yes, we know this. Okay. The thing is, if you're finding yourself experiencing a lot of guilt, experiencing a lot of worry or concern on some level, your brain, it's registered in there that this has served you in some way or you would not do it anymore. So first, we have to find out why we have registered this as a helpful activity. And I'll give you a snippet of an example of a client of mine. And in this particular example, the breakthrough that she discovered was that she felt like she was still contributing, she was still caring. See, if she was just lounging out by the pool and she wasn't constantly worrying or feeling guilty that she wasn't also working, also cleaning the house, also paying attention to her kids, but just resting and just enjoying herself, that would mean she's selfish. That would also mean that all those other things that needed to be done wouldn't be on her mind and therefore she'd be less productive. Listen to the mind effery behind that, right? 
I know I censored myself. You guys should be proud of me. I'm working on that. Uh, (laughs) But think about that. Like she believed on some level that she was selfish for just, if she was just going to allow herself to rest and relax by the pool, if she was not also worrying and feeling guilty about the things that were not being done at that moment, how jacked up is that? And how many of you guys can relate? Now, how many of you women in here are listening and thinking, my husband doesn't feel guilty at all about anything. And I secretly kind of hate him for that. I know, right? This is a page we can take from their book, ladies. Okay. It's, it's true when I'm not, of course, not blanket, not all men, some, yes, men are human. They experience these feelings, but it is an absolute epidemic around women that this is going on because men will usually do what they want to do and not feel guilty about it. How awesome is that? How freaking awesome is that? Now, when we're unaware of all of this, when we're unaware of the guilt train and trip that we've been suffering through and on, what we end up doing is looking for ways to relieve ourselves from this. We naturally will want to blame this on him. We will naturally, hi, Kara, naturally want to look for someone else to take this off our shoulders because it's uncomfortable. I don't like this. Get rid of it. If he would just pitch in the way I need him to pitch in, if he would just clean when he said he was going to clean and the way I want him to clean, then I wouldn't have to be sitting out by the pool. And instead of allowing myself to relax, I could release that thought from my brain because I know it would get done and he would be able to help me. If he could just go golfing and, or could, instead of just going golfing with his buddies, he could actually do X, Y, and Z. All these thoughts start ruminating onto him and resenting him instead of going, why am I feeling guilty right now? Where is this coming from? Hey lady, thanks so much for joining me today on the podcast. I hope you are enjoying every bit of it as much as I enjoy making it. I did want to stop in here real quick and ask you if when you hear the words badass wife, if that would be something that would resonate within your soul. And there's a chance that there might be some resistance there because what is a badass wife? What does that look like? And I want to tell you, it's exactly why I named my exclusive club just that, the Badass Wives Club. And a badass wife is a high achieving woman who loves with her whole heart, who wants this life to be the very best because she recognizes she only gets one chance at it. And she also recognizes that the most important thing in her life, in her world, no matter what she's accomplished and how she's accomplished in life is relationships. And so if you're looking for a sisterhood and a community that is safe and constructive to come to each week, to share, to pour into and be in community with who are all like-minded and trying to make the absolute most out of their one and only life, 
and work on their relationship and their marriage, then the Badass Wives Club is truly where you need to be. You'll meet with me and other women just like yourself weekly live. You get your own private Facebook group to continually build and pour into one another. It's just truly awesome. And there just are not words for it. Yes, I do offer one-on-one services if you feel more comfortable with that, but those spots are very limited. And I also just can't stress enough the power of being in community and knowing that you're not alone in this and just the cheerleaders that come alongside you as you walk alongside them. It's just so powerful. So I would love to see you there. If this resonates with you, the link to apply to be a part of the Badass Wives Club is in the show notes. And if you are not in my world yet, other than this podcast, hop into the Marriage Empowered Group. And that is my free community on Facebook. But the Badass Wives Club is a, like I said, exclusive elite club and you must apply to get in. So ladies, continue listening to this podcast. Please feel free to reach out to me personally if you have any questions whatsoever. But I love you and I hope to see you and meet you in person. All right, so I'm feeling guilty for laying out by the pool. Is that, is that, is that benefiting me? How's that serving me? Cause am I, am I cleaning the bathroom? No. Am I spending time with my kids? No. Am I getting stuff done for my business? No. Am I going to stop laying out by the pool to go do all of those things right now? No, because I've made this intentional time to rest, which is extremely valuable and important for us as human beings for us to be productive, for us to show up in our life like we want, for us to treat these small humans in our house with respect and love and dignity, and our husband have energy to give and have left over for our husbands, not just not left over. No, that was that was a subconscious, it was Freudian slip. <laughs> we don't want to give our husbands our leftovers. We want to be able to have a full tank that is overflowing, right? Rest is an important part of this. So, okay, I've done all my work. I've decided that I am going to rest. And so therefore, what is this guilt doing for me? How is it benefiting me? It's not. It's not helping me be more productive. It doesn't show that I'm a more caring human being. That's bullshit. That's a total lie. So I could just rest and be here in this moment and soak in the sun and enjoy it because all of the other things that I'm worried about that I'm guilty about not getting to will still be there when I am done later. Yes. That is how you take ownership for your own thoughts and feelings instead of placing them onto your husband. So we go down that train first and the next thing is a tool. Maybe it means whipping out a pad, a legal pad. Maybe it means to make notes and make it, sometimes my brain and mouth don't connect. You guys know this. So I'm going to reverse this. Maybe it's about whipping out a notepad and making a list so you can get it out of your brain and onto your paper and know you're not going to forget about it. That's an actual strategy. Maybe it's about picking up your phone and setting an alarm. Hey, I'm going to give myself total permission to just chill and enjoy this moment for myself, guilt-free for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever it is, set an alarm for yourself. 
be intentional about it. We have to get to the point where we realize that guilt was something that was put into us and is not serving us. When I mean put into us, like registered into us, conditioned into us, like a little nasty computer virus. And it is not making anything better. It's not serving us. It's not serving them. And yet it is deep within us. So we have to start the process of rewiring our train of thought, not going, oh, here you go. You're feeling guilty again. Katie's, Katie's live said you shouldn't feel guilty. So why are you feeling this way? This is ridiculous. Here we go again. No, 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 no. That's the bitch in your head. No self-judgment. Okay. What this looks like is, okay, I'm feeling guilty. That's normal for me because this has been a long time running with a relationship with me and guilt. So guilt, why are you here? What is your purpose? How are you serving me? And go through the motions and send guilt on its way. Thank you for showing up. I'm sure it was at one point in time where I thought you had benefited me. You no longer do, and you're no longer needed. Sayonara, sister, okay? It's no longer our husband's problem that we feel guilty about every little thing in our life because it's not his fault. It's not his problem. It's our problem. And what that means, what that means, if we are the problem, we can be the solution. But it's only until we find that we have created this problem that we can breathe easy and feel the freedom of letting things, of actually creating change in our own life, of being able to truly process this guilt and set ourselves free from it once and for all and not have to go through this terrible experience of feeling guilty for just experiencing joy in our life. So all in all, I hope I've painted the picture of how this has transpired into how it negatively impacts your marriage. Now, after you come to this realization, now you can get real about what you really do want and what you really do need. Now that you've done this work and you've come to the conclusion that, that worrying and guilt is a toxic trait that you yourself have been running in your head for a long time, that is not actually helpful to you, that is not making you show up for your life the way you want, it's exhausting, sucks your energy, okay? Now that you've come to that realization, now you can sit down and say, okay, what do we really want to do here? Because maybe there is something out of line in your home. Maybe, maybe he doesn't contribute like he should in your home. Maybe your expectations are really high for what contribution in your home looks like. Maybe it's a little bit of both. The only way to determine that is to sit down and get real freaking honest with yourself. And if need be, hire a therapist or a coach to walk you through that process, to call you out on your blind spots. My blind spots were freaking huge, you guys. I thought I was so good at taking ownership. I thought I was awesome at apologizing for when I was wrong. Because when I was growing up, my dad used to even tell me I was so good at just like falling on my sword and saying, I'm sorry that it, 
kind of got me out of trouble a lot of times. Interesting. So it's kind of manipulative. <laughs> and I laugh at this because when you are a smart, high achieving woman, your bullshit don't sneak sometimes because you are smart because you can justify just about anything. So if you don't have good people in your life, an outside perspective and guy who can call you on your ish, it's going to make your life very difficult. It's going to make change that you're wanting to make and live the life you really want and desire to live like very slow going because those blind spots are just that they're blind. You can't do anything about something you're completely unaware of. So anyways, going back to where we're at here, the presence of guilt in our life is not benefiting our marriage. In fact, it's, it's a cancer in your marriage. It's a cancer in your relationships. It's weighing on all the things. It's why we end up over, overfilling our buckets because we're, oh, we're guilty that we can't be there for Johnny's class and be the mom that volunteers in his class. So I'm going to, okay, I guess I'll sign up for that because I also am guilty if I don't sign up to be the team mom for, you know, Lauren soccer. I'm also really guilty if I, if I say no to, you know, Gina down the street, who's hosting the bunko party and I need to be there to help decorate and also bring a dish and the dish has to be really good. Guys, this goes so deep. And it is not helping you live intentionally and pour your time and energy into where it belongs, into what really matters. When you, when you have time for your husband and time for your family, time for yourself to experience joy and create that within your family and for yourself, you find yourself treating those around you the way you've always wanted to. You find yourself full and overflowing, like we said earlier, versus running on fumes and caffeine and wondering why you're losing your shit on the dog, on your son, on your husband, because you're exhausted, because you haven't been sleeping well, because you're stressed because you're so full of freaking guilt, you're overdoing it on your schedule. This is not a healthy way to live. And it's not the way that we want to perpetuate our generations to come. And we're trying to break these cycles. So we have to start with it ourselves. And it starts by asking ourselves really what's important to us in our life. Really what mission are me and my husband trying to create for our family, for ourselves, for the next five, 10, 20 years, what are those values? What needs to actually happen for those things to be accomplished? Because that's what's really true. That's what we got to do. And how do we do it together? How do we make this vision come to life together? How does he take the lead on these things? How do we empower him to take the lead on these things? And it, and guilt and worry they're all blocks. They're all energy suckers to getting the life we truly want to live. So ladies, I hope this was uh, helpful. I hope you walked away with some actual tips. And if you notice the questions that I ask myself in my stories, the questions that I ask my clients in the stories, the examples I give you, write them down 
in a journal and force yourself to answer them. These are actual coaching questions that I ask my one-on-one clients, my group coaching clients, okay? We are also going to be having another round of the Badass Wives Club launching in January. I'm going to be running a masterclass for awesome freaking badass women who are interested in coming together with awesome, badass, high achieving women who want to talk business, life, health goals, accountability in their relationships, all the things. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I need her in my life, I want her accountability. I want her insight into my relationships, into my marriage. I want to experience that transformation and freedom in my life and create the life I truly desire and want to live. There's lots of ways for you guys to work with me. Um, I only have two spots open for one-on-one. So um, long story short, I hope this was immensely helpful, but there are also lots more ways for me to be able to help you in your life. And I would love the opportunity to do that because this is why I do what I do. I love you guys. We only get one of these freaking lives to live and time is short. So um, if not, I have lots of good book recs. Y'all can hop on over to my Marriage Empowered Facebook group, catch these lives listen to my podcast and read lots of books. So either way, you guys just keep growing, keep doing the work, keep putting in the good fight for what's worthy of your time and attention. And remember, we all got married because of love. We all got married because we wanted to do life with each other, not just raise kids and fall apart, fall away from each other. We need to enjoy and fun and it needs to be injected into our relationship and it needs to be intentional because the stuff doesn't happen organic, organically. (laughs) All right, guys, Merry freaking Christmas. I'm so excited for the season. I know it's not always an easy time for everyone, but I just, I can't wish you guys enough love and joy in this time. And I just hope and pray with all sincerity that you guys are able to truly just find and experience, create joy for yourself, because that is what your family is going to remember and value the most is my mom, my wife was happy, was joyous, was free in this season. How awesome was that? She wasn't worried about everything looking perfect. She wasn't stressed that the streusel got burnt. She wasn't stressed because this favorite dish of hers didn't get cooked. She wasn't stressed that she had to work through Christmas. My wife was happy. She showed up. She played. She loved on her kids. She loved on me. These are, this is who we want to be anyways. Why are we denying ourselves of it? Right? Okay. Merry Christmas. I love you all. Thank you so much for joining. Bye now. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in today. I know in such a busy world right now that there are so many things pulling at your time and vying for your attention. So the fact that you're willing to spend it with me is truly an honor. And for those of you who are wondering how you can get involved with me and get more of my content, please feel free to join my free Facebook community at Marriage Empowered. You can also follow me at Instagram at Marriage Empowered. And if you'd like to book your free consultation call, you'd like more information on how I might be able to help you in your life or marriage, 
and you'd like to know more about that information, feel free to book your first free consultation call with me by going to my Facebook business page at Katie May Coaching LLC. And of course, you can always hit me up on the DMs. Thanks again so much for tuning in, you guys. And all of this information is also located in the show notes. Have a fantastic rest of your day, and I hope to see you back here soon.